Life on the boat, everything is just enhanced. It's very real, it's very raw. You go back really to the basics when you're in a boat. It's like mm. what we're gonna eat, when we're gonna eat. We go to bed early. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like very simple way to live. That simplicity just brings you back to the, the core of things all the time. Hi friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden, the sober mentor, spiritual life coach, speaker, author, and intuitive guide. Around here, we value self-leadership and taking a radical responsibility to create alignment in all areas of your life. This podcast was created to inspire and empower you while giving you tools to release toxic relationships and habits and create total transformation. Through the shades of sobriety, I guide you to come back to your natural state of being, creating inner peace, deep satisfaction, success, and ultimate freedom for total alignment. Use this time to get into the energy of big love, soak up the wisdom and magic, and let your curiosity lead you, taking what resonates and leaving the rest. Now, let's get into today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Cup of Chels podcast. I am so excited for this next guest. Miss Vicky and I actually met inside of a networking power coffee hour, and it was so cool. I was immediately drawn to her and her energy, and not to mention, she just has such a cool story of freedom and this nomadic lifestyle that she lives. And so I am going to briefly introduce Vicky and then let her just take us on this journey of hers and paint a picture of this life of freedom she has created. So Vicky is a digital nomad who escaped the cold Canadian winters to live full time on her beautiful sailboat in the Caribbean. With a background in high-level sports coaching, NLP, and many other certifications, she is a mindset mentor in a coaching collective that supports entrepreneurs who want to build a remote-based business. So welcome, welcome to the show, Vicki. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Chelsea. I'm super happy to be here. Yay. So a lot of our listeners for this show are entrepreneurs or they're making that transition from, you know, corporate life into the entrepreneurial space, you know, having this um, side hustle, so to speak. And I'm really just curious, like, take us on a journey. And what was like this initial pull for you to live this nomadic lifestyle? So feel free to start from the beginning. And yeah, we'll just listen along. Okay, sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. So for me, I would say the desire to be nomadic happened before the desire to have a business or to be entrepreneurial for sure. Like it's a mean to an end. And then I kind of fell in love with entrepreneurship in the process. But it all began in 2019. I went on a charter trip to the Bahamas. And a charter trip is when you rent a vessel and a skipper. And I just spent two weeks on a boat in the Bahamas, living the sailing life, fishing, and just this is a really interesting lifestyle. Like I remember we went spear fishing and the captain got a fish and then he opened it up for us on a rock on the beach to make filet. And then someone on the boat worked in a sushi store for a while. So he made us like sushi rolls and we just ate fresh sushi while watching the sunset in the Bahamas. And it just felt 
surreal. And it created this like really powerful desire inside of me to make that possible. Mm -hmm. And so kind of everything in my life became oriented into towards this goal, right? So I learned about sailing because I was not a sailor at that time. I learned (laughs) everything that I could about sailing, about diesel mechanic, meteorology, electricity for boats, knots, uh, rules, safety, anything you can think of really, uh, how to do customs immigration, you know, when you move your house from a country to another. And yeah, and then somewhere along the way, I think it was my partner who said, you know, this doesn't have to be a one-year sailing trip. We could work online, earn an income and just make this our lifestyle. And so then I jumped into entrepreneurship and everything just kind of happened on its own time. And now we're here. I've been living on the boat for nine months full-time. Oh my gosh. How freaking cool. I love that. I love that just like one trip like sparked this deep desire to continue living this lifestyle. And then you made it happen and you took action to actually, you know, make it happen for yourself, which I think is such a key piece for people. Like we tend to have these desires, but then they just stay dreams. They stay dreams. And without like fully, you know, gaining the knowledge and building this foundation, not knowing how long you were going to be out there, you know, just created and opened up so many more opportunities for you. So I'm curious, like what your biggest struggle has been? Oh my God. Uh, This is definitely a life filled with challenges in every aspect of what it means to be human. Uh, Challenges Mm -hmm. from basic things like safety, you know, I think of pirates, I think of bad weather, I think of uh, boat elements that are breaking. It's been challenging in terms of uh, being far away from friends and family. It's been challenging in terms of sometimes, you know, my internet connection doesn't allow me to honor my engagements. So in terms of like running a business, money, you know, we're always in kind of like, we want to be professional, we want to show up on time. So there was a lot of work on my end to be able to adapt my schedule to my reality and to lower the expectations that I had of myself in terms of showing up for work. One thing I do want to say is that I love, 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 love the book from Mark Manson, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And I would Mm -hmm. say my biggest takeaway from that book is that we choose our pain. So we all want the same things, right? We all want to be happy. We all want to be seen. We all want to be understood. We all want to belong. We all want to feel free. What kind of pain are you willing to go through? And that's the beauty of my lifestyle is that when the boat breaks, it was my decision to move on a boat and nobody else's. So I responsibilize myself of my choice and there's still happiness and freedom within that because it was my decision and nobody else's. So yeah, there have been struggle in every area. If you wanted me to pick one big struggle, I'd probably say my relationship. It puts so much strain on my relationship with my partner to live in like super close quarters to go through immense amount of stress. So yeah, that's probably the biggest struggle. Girl, I feel you. I feel you on that. My husband and I both work from home. We're both entrepreneurs. We're both like building our businesses and scaling at this point. Plus we are full-time caregivers for his sister who is a handicap. You know, it's just like, it is everything. And when you're like on top of each other, you more so than us, we at least can go in separate rooms, but (laughs) yeah, it can, it can, you know, have its own challenges with that too. So thank you for sharing all of that. And so vulnerably as well. I absolutely love what you said in the key piece about just having this responsibility 
it's something that I work through with my clients of really like taking radical responsibility for your life and everything that is happening, because truly we are the only ones in control of how we're choosing to respond or on the opposite end, react to everything too. So that is so powerful. I feel like uh, I have a friend visiting me right now on the boat. She's going to be here for, for a month, helping us bring the boat south. And we were talking about how life on the boat, everything is just kind of enhanced. You know, it's very real. It's very raw. You go back really to the basics when you're in a boat. It's like Mm. what we're going to eat, when we're going to eat. We go to bed early. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like very simple way to live. That simplicity just brings you back to the, the core of things all the time time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The simplicity just really helps you evaluate like what's important in your life, you know? And it sounds like having this life of freedom, you know, and this nomadic, nomadic lifestyle is such a core value of yours, you know? So I'm curious alongside that in order to like earn an income, I'm sure you get asked questions all the time about like, how do you, how do you make a living when you're, you know, nomadic and everything like that? Because I think it's just, we all have that like deep soulful yearning to just truly be free and like do whatever we want and, you know, not be responsible at the same time. But I, I would just love to know, you know, what is it in this line of work, like how you found yourself in this line of work and like helping mentor and coach people? Okay. Uh, well, my I have four different streams of income and they're all very diversified. And mm-hmm. that fits with my personality because I like to work on many different things at the same time. That's one thing I want to say. Another thing I want to say is that being a digital nomad can be cheaper than what a lot of people think. The truth is that we did the math and we did not spend a lot more money this year than we did when we lived in an apartment in Montreal. So if someone has this like deep yearning of traveling, like sit down and do the math, do do the budget your things. Cause in the end we save, we have no more rent. We have no more car. We have no more car insurance. We have no more heating to pay. We have no more, you know, there's a lot of things that, and I mean, and I mean, groceries, you'll have to pay wherever you are in the world. Yeah. So one thing I do want to demystify is that my lifestyle is not expensive. Like if I'm being fully transparent, we spend the two of us maybe between two and $3,000 a month wow. to live. Yeah. So every extra amount on our income goes into our savings, goes into for like emergency funds or, you know, stuff like that. I mean, we do need gas when we... We need to put gas on the boat, obviously. But when we mm-hmm. travel, we try to use the sails as much as possible. Like I sailed this weekend from St. Lucia all the way down to St. Well, from Martinique to St. Lucia, St. Lucia to St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And like we spent maybe a total of 150 Canadian dollars in gas. And we saw wow. three countries and four days. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. And we arrived here in the Grenadines and we got our cruising permit to be here in the coastal waters for one month. And that was 106 EC. So that's 53 Canadian dollars, maybe 45 US. Yeah. Wow. To be here for a month. So that's my rent. My rent for the month for me, my partner and my friend is is 45 US dollars. So yeah. So, okay. So I, now I'm not answering your question, but I have many different streams of income. Being a digital nomad doesn't have to be as expensive as you think. And uh, when it comes to how I got into coaching, as you mentioned, I used to coach high-level sports teams. So that was very, very natural for me. I was used to 
work with high level athletes, people who have big goals, people who need to be very disciplined, people who need to have a really good mindset, people who struggle with being motivated every day because being an athlete is rough. It's rough on your body. It's rough on your mind. So it was just kind of a natural transition to go from sports to more entrepreneurship or, you know, mindset coaching. Yeah, that makes so much sense of just like already having that skill set of coaching and then just transitioning it from athletes to entrepreneurs. Wow, I cannot talk today, Vic. <laughs> uh, we keep it light and fun here anyway, so it's all good. I'm curious what, so you've been traveling for a year now, correct? Yeah. So what has been like the coolest thing you've seen or the most interesting thing you've seen along this journey? Okay. Oh my God. There's so many, so many, so many things. The the first thing that I'm going to be honest, and then I'm going to give you the, like the, an interesting answer. The honest yes, answer okay. when you asked me what came up was food. I'm such a foodie. Mm-hmm. I experience life through food. When I make a decision, I ask myself, like, what does this taste? Does it taste like key lime pie or pizza? And then that's how like I make my decisions. You know, some people are like, is it heavy? Is it light? When I close my eyes, for me, it's all connected to food. Uh, so the first thing that came to my mind was this seven course pheasant meal, like pheasant, the the chicken, the yeah. bird in South Korea. Oh, wow. That was the best meal of my life. Hands down. It was maybe 30 US dollars for seven courses of pheasant. A flower just fell on me. I for saw seven, that. <laughs> for seven courses of pheasant. I mean, I live for this kind of thing. Oh my God. It was so good. It was the most like amazing day. We like did a hike up in nature and walked up to this giant like Buddha carved into a rock. And then Mm -hmm. we did some yoga outside. And then we went to this like hot, hot springs, you know, to like bathe and cleanse yourself. And then we finished the day with the seven courses of pheasant. So thank you, South Korea for some of the best food of my life. That's, That's what came to my mind. But to be honest, I think now that I'm in the Caribbean, one amazing thing and one thing that surprised me the most is the sailing community. Mm. That's probably the most beautiful gift uh, is how friendly and kind and generous and helpful the people are in the sailing community. That's so beautiful. The meal sounds delicious. I can totally relate to like, oh, let me remember a time. Like food just kind of takes us back, right? Because I think it taps into so many of our senses, if not all of them. And so that can be very like, we can travel through time like quickly just by recalling a a great meal. So that is so freaking cool. So what are you, what are your plans for the future? What are you looking forward to coming up? I know you got this whole month with your friend, which is so badass. And then I'm curious too, like as you're sharing, like how that works when it's already you and your partner, and then you add another person, another element on a boat. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, So first of all, to Trinidad and Tobago. So right now we're in the second island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. We're in Bequay. Then we're going to go down to two more, I three more islands in the Grenadines and then Cariacou, which is an island part of Grenada. And then down to Trinidad and Tobago. And then May 16th, we're hauling out. So they're taking Yellowbird out of the water to do some repairs. And we're flying to Canada because I have mm. a summer gig. I got like a dream job kind of like accidentally manifested one of my biggest desires. So I'm going to go work in Canada for three months. And then I'm flying back 
to the boat in September, repairing some things and going for another cruising season, still in the Caribbean. And then we'd mm-hmm. like to sail Yellowbird next year and then possibly purchase a bigger boat or a boat somewhere else in the world. So maybe maybe on the Mediterranean in Europe or maybe in Australia or kind of just instead of having to cross an ocean with our boat because crossing yeah. an ocean takes up to a month and we work online. So it's not really available to us right now. I think we would just like buy another boat somewhere else and then kind of explore that area. So that's what's coming up for us now. What was your second question? Uh, I'm curious how like living conditions are just, you know, since it's already kind of maybe tight quarters with just you and your partner, and then you're adding your friend into the mix as well. Yeah, uh, it's actually very different. This is the first friend. We've had a lot of friends over. Fun fact, we had so far in nine months, we had my dad for three weeks, my mom for a week, my sister for a week. We had our friend Paul for two weeks, my friend Vanessa for three weeks. Uh, so we have friends pretty much nonstop, but this is nice because this is the first friend that we had over that actually sails. She's a sailor. So she's like a crew member. So it's a very different dynamic for the others. It was almost like a charter, right? We would clean up behind them, cook for them. With her, it's like, I'm talking to you right now. And she took care of our laundry, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's nice to have some help around the boat. It's going to make the next one a lot easier. And she, she's also an NLP coach. So she's a very good communicator. We took some time to express kind of our concerns and what we need and when we need time for ourselves. And so we're just, we're very lucky uh, with the the people that we have around us. And I know we're going to make this work. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Yeah. How amazing to just like have that support, not only just like having a friend there, but somebody who I don't, for lack of a better phrase, but like knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> to like just oh my god too yeah yeah and then to be a great communicator on top of that that's so huge and I'm sure you know just with between you and your partner like y'all have had to like your communication has had to evolve over this whole time oh my god yes yes because you go through things that you you go through things that you don't know if you're going to survive, right? You you Mm -hmm. go through periods where you're at sea in three meter waves and you're just you don't know how this is going to end. You know, it's going to end. That's yeah. point, but you don't know how it's going to end. And the way that you speak to yourself, we don't always speak to ourselves kindly. And we're aware of that, you know, but I think what I like about my relationship with my partner is that through all of this, we make a really, really good team. Mm-hmm. And no matter what our romantic relationship is like, we've always been amazing partners. And yeah. I kind of feel like romance comes and goes in relationships and it's not always like butterflies and everything, but when you know that you deeply trust someone, like I would literally put my life in the hands of this man. I have several times in the last year and that kind of creates a bond yeah, that makes it harder to break, you know? Yeah. That makes me emotional just hearing that too, because it's absolutely true. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's you're trusting your life and you know, this, this, risk, so to speak, of just living a nomadic lifestyle, not to mention you're throwing all the elements of Mama Gaia into the mix too with you. So that's so cool and so huge. And yeah, I just, I love your story. I love just how you share it and how you seem so cool, calm and collected. Like that's the energy and vibe I get from you too. I mean, how can you not be, I guess, if you're like living on the Caribbean and stuff as well. So I would love for you to just maybe share a piece of advice for anybody out there that is is looking to 
maybe take a big leap to make a transition, whether that's, you know, choosing to live a nomadic lifestyle or start their business, anything along those lines, what would you share with them? Get really specific about what you want. Get really clear on your vision. The clearer you are, the better. Don't say, I want to go on a trip. Tell me, I want to take a cooking class to learn to make fresh pasta on the south of Italy. Like get really clear about what you want. Commit to yourself. Make a commitment to yourself and find someone find someone who has done exactly what you've done. Because meeting that person, connecting with that person will not only give you your next steps and give you clarity and direction, it would also reinforce the belief in your brain that it is possible for you too. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Those are such beautiful steps. So just want to repeat them real quick. So get clear on your vision, commit to yourself, and then find someone who's gone there before you. I think that's so powerful. And to have people that have been there before us not only can teach us, but they're just such expanders, right? Like you said, they just, they show us what is possible. And we are infinite potential, like there are limitless possibilities out there. So really, it always comes back to us again, leading ourselves and taking that responsibility and having some fucking fun along the way, and really just living life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, th- that would be that would be another good piece of advice is that if when you approach life with playfulness and curiosity, there's literally no obstacle that could be Mm -hmm. too big for you. Like, I think of the first time that my diesel engine broke, I just look at this like huge piece of metal with turning things and it spits liquids and one of them is water, (laughs) one of them is oil and this turns and this is connected to this and this little lever does something, right? That was my first day. And for whatever reason, motor's not working. And then Mm -hmm. I could have just been like, I don't know how this works. Why is this happening to me? Da-da-da-da-da. No, I sat down in front of the motor. I picked up the manual, the book. I opened YouTube and I started playing with Legos. I just started... Mm -hmm taking it apart piece by piece. Okay, this one goes into this one. All right, put them on a towel in front of me, read the book. Oh, it's called an alternator. Oh, it says the water pump. What is inside the water pump? An impeller. And then it says under if the impeller is broken, the water doesn't get to the system and doesn't cool your engine. And I'm like, this is why the engine overheats. It's because my impeller is broken. And then super proud little girl, like Dora yeah. the Explorer, goes to the boat <laughs> shop and it's like, hi, I'm looking for an impeller. And then they're like, what size? And you're like, oh, it has a size. Let's go back to the boat and figure it out. <laughs> right? And then, okay, figure out my, bro- bring my broken impeller to the boat shop. Be like, this is the piece that's broken. Can you give me a new one? <laughs> they give you a new impeller. You go back, you put it in. It took me three weeks to fix a super simple problem. But I had fun. I played and I was curious. And it's the same with anything, right? If your relationship is broken, be curious if if you you're feeling, you know, if any problem in your life can be solved with curiosity. It's just fascinating. Mm. Yeah, I love that so much. I love that you're using that word curiosity too, because it has been one that stuck with me for a really long time. Interestingly enough, when I started my podcast, I called it chasing curiosity. And that was it. And I heard it from 
someone who is being interviewed on another podcast called RV Entrepreneurs or something. Because at that time, nomadic lifestyle was like on my radar. And I'm like, I am going to dive deep and figure out how the heck we're going to do this and just go travel around and everything like that. So another reason why I'm so, you know, drawn to your story, just because I do, I do believe that we are innately free and having people like yourself that live this lifestyle just really shows us that anything, again, anything is possible. We can totally figure it out. So I love that. Have fun, play, be curious, stay curious. It's all available for us. So I just want to say a big thank you so much, Vicki, for coming on the show, for making time, for finding some internet and making this happen. I so appreciate you. I'm so happy to be connected to you. And before we close out, I would just love for you to share with the listeners how they can connect with you and you know, just reach out and share any takeaways they might have. Or if you have anything to offer to them, please feel free to share. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chelsea. I had a great time too. And uh, yeah, it's very simple. I'm on every social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. My handle is always my name. So just, it's probably gonna be in the show notes, Vicky, and then a Swiss German name with a bunch of E's in it. I do have a special offer for anybody listening to this podcast. If you want to join the Strategy Support Society to be supported by me, but also by eight other certified experts, to grow and scale your remote-based business, you can do a trial month for only $1. Mm. Uh, so it's $1 one month and you get to be supported in your business by a sales expert, a strategy expert, a tech finance expert, and myself when it comes to mindset. Awesome. So beautiful. Thank you so much again. And I will link all of that in the show notes. For everybody listening, please feel free to share your biggest takeaways. Go follow Miss Vicky. And thank you so much for joining us. All right, my friend, we totally did it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with me and listen in on today's show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave a review so you don't miss out on any of the magic and any of the goodness that I am bringing your way. If you know that this episode is going to be a great listen for somebody, then don't keep me a secret and be sure to share. Also, I love to celebrate with you in real time. So tag me at the Chelsea Holden on Instagram and Facebook and let me know you're listening in. Until next time, I'm sending you so much big, big love. Adios. Thank you.